0: It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like
1: movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate, oh yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes. So let's talk it all out. My name is Chris, and my name is Mike. And this week we're diving into the Borderlands with the first trailer for the movie, not the game. But is that what, is that
0: what they do in the game? Is there a diving mechanic? I've never there's not it. a diving no mechanic lot of water, and it's
1: not even called Borderlands. <laughs> it's called the planet's called Pandora. So. Eh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that at the end of the show, because uh, I, I, I I've played all the games. I actually love it, so we'll we'll talk about. Oh, kind of this about it. is great! I actually didn't know if any of us have yep. played the game, so I'm glad I've have I played <laughs> them all all of them uh across multiple generations. So we'll talk about it later. Uh, Mike, you sent this to me, and it became uh, popular after you sent it to me. Batman Beyond the concept art looks amazing, and we're going to talk about what that means yeah. for that movie and it's a potential hope. Actually, uh, it's not it's not dead yet. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender uh, arrived on Netflix. in its live action form this week. We got a little bit. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't watch it all, but we're going to talk about our impressions here at the top of the show and more.
0: Yeah, we uh, we've Chris and I have had a fun uh, week uh, ordering, expecting, and enjoying many different flavors of Coca Cola. Yes, uh, it is. A, it is like a it is a as a whirlwind, as you know, if you're a listener of the show weekly. Chris and I love to indulge in yeah. like. The new fad flavors of snacks and treats that we can find Absolutely. here, at least in America, and sometimes overseas. I feel like sometimes we get a little wily and we'll, we'll uh, yeah, order something I, in across the border, like from Canada. Like Over
1: Christmas, I went to the local candy shop and I picked up another mystery box of uh, Japanese Kit Kats. Uh, it was like mm-hmm. a cube. Uh, opened up. There's only five flavors. Uh, 10 of each five is a 50 pack, 10 of each of five flavors. So that was super disappointing, but, um, I, I do love some foreign candy occasionally, you know, once a year, twice a year.
0: yeah, and right now, Chris and I are both drinking yes. different, unique flavors of Coca-Cola, That's right. kind of unprompted. Uh, I mean, Chris, you can do a, like a more intensive rundown of all of the different oh, flavors yeah. that you have tried, but right now, I'm drinking the more widely available yes. Coca-Cola Spiced, which is like raspberry and... I think there's like some extra spiced, like clovey. Spiced raspberries, what it's called.
1: So, um, yeah. Or, or the flavor. I, well,
0: I, I'm looking at the bottle and it just says spiced. So, well, on the left, does mean, it doesn't say raspberry, raspberry
1: and spice flavors. It,
0: it does say, yeah, yeah. But if you're looking at the main yeah. logo lockup, it does just say yeah. a spice, which makes me think, actually, now, Chris, I'm analyzing the label now. The spice could just be a new moniker, could be a new label. Mm-hmm. So maybe like this season, it's raspberry. Maybe a later season, they do like a I, mango or a blackberry one or something. Of, like that that could be in the future
1: one of the things you'll also notice on that unlike the one i'm drinking of uh it's not limited edition spice is supposed to be a permanent addition to the coke family so yeah. you it's, may have something on there it is,
0: yeah and it's good chris yeah. and i both really really like this flavor i always drink the the zero sugar one yes. so same even the zero sugar one i'm i'm digging um, and uh be on the lookout because it, it it looks very suspiciously similar to like the cherry label because it has that kind of like that raspberry hue yeah it's, kind a, of deep it's a deep red it's a deep red label. and the black yeah, so it,
1: font so it even looks like a zero bottle yeah. uh, sometimes
0: yeah it's really hard you might actually buy it on accident thinking you're getting a a, a, a coke zero cherry but chris yeah. uh chris has what we both ordered earlier this yes. week and uh, mine mm-hmm. is lost in the mail somewhere yeah. so chris I, tell everybody what you're so
1: talking. uh coke has those limited creations they come out with every couple months six months or so um, I believe the last one was like what called dream world, I believe. Um, so the new one, oh, i am I've honestly lost track, yeah. but it,
0: that definitely was. One yeah,
1: absolutely. One. So the newest flavor is called K wave and you have to order it from their website to get it, uh, rather than the store and K wave, uh, it is a fruity fantasy flavored Coca-Cola. Uh, and I, I enjoy it. It's, it doesn't have, um, an overpowering flavor. So I would say spiced mm-hmm. isn't overpowering, but you know, you're not getting a regular Coke at the, at the top of the yeah, bottle.
0: I, I'm, yeah, I mean, Chris, you're missing the most important component. I know, of the K I know. Yeah, I know. Though.
1: It's Well, it, it's. I was going to get there, but it, it's subtle and very um, smooth, like my favorite K-pop songs, Mike, is what I was going to <laughs> Because it's a K-pop-flavored thing. It, it actually came with a bunch of stickers as well, which was I thought were really cool, like the raised stickers, like the textured ones uh, in mm. the box. Mike hasn't gotten his box yet. I got two. Um, but uh, K-Wave Limited, a K-pop collaboration, Fruity Flavor. It's, it's really good. It's subtle flavor. I enjoy it.
0: Has the K-pop um, uh, um, just infatuation hit the malls of Middle America just yet? Because uh, we have a uh, we have a mall out here at least uh, in the uh, the Galleria over here in Glendale. There's like a random like K-pop fan store, mm-hmm. but it's not like one of those established mall stores. You know, you can tell like oh somebody rented this space that used to be like a K Jewelers or like. Um, What's the other like jewelry store where kids get their ears pierced? Claire's. Um, it's like uh, Claire's. It looks like an old Claire's. Like they 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 don't have quite enough merchandise to fill the volume of the mm-hmm. store, but it's just full yeah. of a bunch of K-pop stuff. So uh, let me tell you, I'm sure if they could sell the Coca-Cola, they would.
1: I I have not been into a mall uh, officially probably since COVID. Um, like I like, <laughs> like literally. Any chance I can avoid crowds of people I'm going to uh, at, at this point in my life. Um, so unless it's a theme park though. Well that's that's not really a, a mall though is it? Uh, that that gives me some <laughs> breathing room. In a mall it's a little claustrophobic. Uh, I've been to one or two the candy store I went to um in the middle of the day was, it was fine but like I've not really been into a mall but like I su- I swear we're adults folks. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about going to the mall, candy store. I bought video games yesterday, okay people? Let's 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 not let's not <laughs> sugarcoat this. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know one of the things I um, you know, we have a uh, we have a lot of Fyes. We have two Fyes in my town, um, and those they have their K-pop areas of the store when you go in those mm-hmm. um, to to get that. So absolutely, and me, Mike, I'm a Black Pink fan. I don't know if you knew that or not. I, I enjoy me some Black Pink. Of, of mm-hmm. I, I, beyond that, um, what was the other BTS? My my wife enjoys them, um, but I, yeah, we're not K-poppers here. If I'm gonna be completely honest, but. That brings me to my third Coke flavor, Mike. That is only available in the TikTok. Oh, Chris, show. wait, I have oh, a, go I
0: have a, I ha, oh, I had a transition for oh, you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, mate. You, <laughs> you might not be K poppers, but some of us could be TikTokers.
1: Well, yes, I'm not a TikToker, so this is this is actually um, this isn't going to work out very well. Um, <laughs> so the next flavor of Coke is only available in the TikTok store, and I do not have one. My wife does not have one, but my sister-in-law, uh, God bless her, does, and was able to order me coca-cola happy tears which is only in the tiktok store and which uh
0: an insane title before you even get yeah. into it chris yeah what an insane title for a product but obviously they are at least meeting the consumer at the store that they're shopping at i mean mm-hmm. happy tears seems very much gen z uh, maybe overlapping a little bit with the 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 brudgeoning gen alpha you yeah. know they're, they're they're meeting their consumers <laughs>
1: and, and so you might be asking chris what is what is happy tears well it's a salty peach flavor if you will not overly salty I me mean, Mike kind of conversation about how salty drinks could be already before we mm-hmm. got on to the show but it's not like it's not like someone pours salt in your drink it's not you know electrolyte filled but it's there a little bit it kind of cuts up the acidity of a regular coke if you will um mm-hmm. in that regard and it's got a subtle peach. It feels very clear, very light coke, and and I really enjoy it. But I will tell you, the packaging for Coca-Cola Happy Tears blew me away. Um, literally, in in my my job as a, as someone who works in marketing, if I ever had the opportunity to design packaging, I I would I would have loved to have been in the room when they came up with this because yeah, uh, you sent me a picture of it. it. Looks really cool. Yeah. So when you get it, you get it in one box. You open that box. There's another box. I'm like, great. They're really protecting these these. Coke cans open up. It's a metal briefcase. It's literally a briefcase, uh, with a pla- uh, paper wrap around it and two keys. One that says happy, one that says tears on it. The keys actually don't open the briefcase sadly. Um, so you flip it up, open it and inside it's like a foam insert, two Coke cans of happy tears, a long sleeve shirt dedicated to happy tears and a bunch of stickers, I guess with like TikTok tock scenes or something to do with happy tears. It is like literally like if, if, I don't know I don't know what it costs. My my sister in law would not let me pay her back for it. But um whatever it cost was well worth the money. Like this was a huge package. The K Wave Coke came in a cardboard box. It still had a great presentation, but it's there to transport you for Coca-Cola's that you're gonna drink. This was a whole uh-huh. experience and essentially what they're wanting probably someone to film it, put it on TikTok, right, and share their uh-huh. experience with it. Um, one of the things about the design of Happy Tears is that there's like a looks like a a teardrop falling down across the Coke can and the, the 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 logos and stuff, even the shirt. Um, it's actually on the Coke can, like that clear raised uh, plastic, kind of like kind of like oh, hot it's glue. like the,
0: oh, it's like a resin. Okay, yeah, it's
1: like a resin on the can. It's a resin. It was a resin on the 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 case as well. So they actually give it some texture to that. You wanna when you touch it. So I I was I was thoroughly impressed with that one. If I'm gonna be completely honest, I did not mm-hmm. think. Uh, it would be as involved as it was for that experience. So absolutely, if you're interested in that, uh, two cans on that in TikTok shop. K-Wave comes with four cans. And Spice you can buy um, in bottles, cans, and mini cans, I believe, at your local stores at this point. So uh, if you wanted to call us your Coke dealers, we'll absolutely take that at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, at Superhero we'll
0: Slate, the, the, the Coke is flowing, but also yeah. the popcorn. And when mm-hmm. the popcorn is flowing, Chris, you need a bucket. Well, see, so, um,
1: well, yeah. Here's the thing. We're going to talk about Dune because we've talked about the Dune popcorn bucket already. However, you missed a chance for the spice uh, from Dune being being an opportunity. Now, I know you've Chris, not watched Dune. Chris, you know Dune. I haven't seen these movies yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. But spice is a thing in Dune. Anyway, so Dune. Uh, last night I watched Dune. Tonight I get to go watch Dune Part 2 at a fan screening. So we're recording this a little earlier on Sunday. Thank you, Mike. But my wife went to the theater to see if they had the ecto uh, or not the, the Ghostbusters popcorn holder, the, the trap, mm-hmm. the proton trap, because I think that one's fantastic at AMC. Oh, I have I haven't even seen that one. You sent me the the Slimer one. Oh no, yeah, they, they actually have a trap, and it comes with a plastic inset to hold the popcorn. So it's like the beams coming out of the trap of the proton trap. Uh, I think that's okay. what it's called. I, I'm, I'm looking AMC, it up right yeah, now. Yeah, you look at the AMC I, I did not one. See yeah, this one. so. Uh, I was like, hey, go check out if you can. She, she works close to the theater. Oh
0: uh, ha- man. These are getting so detailed. This is like a full-on movie prop that they've just created a plastic a plastic edition of the whole yeah. popcorn.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it looks just like the trap. It's got a little, little thing on top that holds popcorn. So she went to look. They actually had, she said at the MC, a whole wall dedicated to um, movie um, popcorn stuff or like, you know, I guess memorabilia you could buy. I think she said like some of the fl- the plushies and, and other things, but uh, she was able to snag me the infamous Dune popcorn bucket and topper. And I will say what they don't show you, they show you this thing together. It comes in two pieces. The the topper is plastic wrapped. The bottom is metal, but inside the the metal is gold shiny metal in that bucket, Mike. Um, for the oh, popcorn fancy. bucket, like it's so. It's very much, again, gives you the idea of, like, the gold spice in Dune. I know you haven't watched it. You will see the gold spice when you watch Dune. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, it adds more, I guess, to it than you would think it was. Other than we're laughing at the, literally the little yeah. uh, flanges in the, the worm mouth that you put in to get the popcorn it, out of.
0: It is pretty funny. I feel like um, some movie marketer – I don't know if this is on the supply side of, like, AMC and Cinemark or if it's some sort of, like – a uh, corporate merchandising person at the theaters, but uh, somebody uh, has uh, latched into what um, theme parks have been doing for a while now, which is the um, which is the collectible popcorn buckets. Yep. So um, uh, give that person a raise for putting I... over a, a lucrative money making idea.
1: Popcorn buckets are great, but I want a better drink holder. I want a collectible drink holder, Mike, that that stands the test of time, other than just a cup with a straw in it um Mm -hmm. or a topper because to me when i go to the parks we always we get the the bigger the big fancy cups at disney world right we have um Mm -hmm. an alien dressed up as santa popcorn bucket i believe and a couple other mickey ones that 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 we've we've gotten over the years but like i really like a fancy drink holder is what i want yeah there there
0: seem there seems to be a missing middle market for collectible drink cups you either have like the very standard like plastic cup where they just like kind of wrap it with just some yep. sort of graphic you know and it's like oh that's going to end up at a goodwill even if the person the, likes whatever it's wrapped in
1: the 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 um, outside comes off too like it, it rubs off after time so like you know like yeah. it, it's and it's like, not god very for, sturdy
0: <laughs> yeah and god forbid it goes in the dishwasher You'll and will never see it just again. absolutely yeah. destroy it but and then at the way other end you have the really nice ceramic like cups, you know, think of like a collectible like tiki mug or something. Um, I think like yeah. was is, is it Mondo? I think
1: they used to do kind yeah, of stuff they, like they that. They had the, the um, Mandalorian tiki ones and all like yeah. the brute ones. So yeah. but
0: it's like nobody wants to like nobody wants to walk around with like um shatterable cups just either at a theme park or at a movie theater so like why can't they find like a middle ground i mean it feels weird advocating for more plastic you know on planet earth but like if you make it nice enough that somebody wants to keep around less likely to end up in a landfill you know
1: yeah yeah absolutely and i think um you know not every the popcorn bucks are just unwieldy right some of them like oh i see how you eat popcorn out of this some i'm like i don't understand this at all uh, and I, would, I think drink cups. You know, I I reuse them. I reuse my my theater drink cups all the time in my in my basement area. So uh, they have way more reusability than I think popcorn buckets do. But who are we? Who are we, Mike? We just go to the <laughs> movies and buy this stuff, uh, okay? So I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. But um, just some dudes
0: at home watching Netflix.
1: Watching Netflix. I yes, I actually. Asterix, I don't have Netflix still after all this time, but we did catch uh I caught the first episode today. Mike, you've watched at least three episodes, if not more, yes, since we've talked correct. of uh Avatar, the last airbender, the live action adaptation now on Netflix. Um and Netflix is just taken off with their anime adaptations, right? After One Piece. Mm-hmm. Um again, we were not invested in One Piece before we watched the show. We watched the show, loved it. We're in mm-hmm. Avatar's here. They did uh, what um uh, I always I always mess up the names. Yu Yu Hakusho, is that yeah? Yu Yu Hakusho.
0: That one feels maybe slightly different because I think that's an entirely Japanese-based production, yeah. so uh, it's a little less Western-centric. And the Japanese have but, kind of been doing live-action adaptations but, for well, longer than
1: kind of we have. But but, but, but still, it's on Netflix. Netflix bought they, it. They're producing yes, right. Correct. Same correct. with uh, was it Death Note years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Really, the only thing they haven't soiled uh, or, or touched, either way, I don't know if these are good or not, is, is, is Dragon Ball. Thank God, uh, so so we're <laughs> we're still safe on that yard. But Avatar: Last Airbender, technically uh, an American show drawn with anime style, so um, mm-hmm. so that's a school out now uh, with the live action. Mike, you are an Avatar fan. You you, you are of the two yes. of us. You are invested in this universe. You know it. You you love it. Me, I the first, my introduction to avatar was the M night Shyamalan movie in 2009. Um, what a way to go. (laughs) Yeah. And I've only watched three quarters of the animated show so far. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's only been in the past, maybe two years, um, since I've lived in this house and we've only been here Mm -hmm. coming up on three years. So you, you are way more knowledgeable and invested in this is more to you. The show was made for people like you, not for people like me. So, um, I'll let you go first because I think you've watched more and I think you've, you might have a little more to say.
0: Yeah, obviously we're gonna do this uh, spoiler free. I don't, But you know, also the, the source material has been out for a while. So I'll just kind of just speak in more general terms of this just unfortunately isn't for me. Uh, after three episodes, the, the, the first biggest takeaway I get from the show is there's nothing that I'm being presented that's executed better than what was originally made in the animated series. Whether it just comes with the, the relationship between the characters, the, the acting, the action is a big deal. You know, you can throw as much money as you want at the visual effects and try to make realistic flying bison hair, uh, but, at the, but at the end of the day, it's just the cartoon is so much more fun to watch. The way the action is choreographed and like storyboard is just so visceral and exciting. And also, I've talked about this before on the show, but there's this magic trick that happens in an animated property where in an animated world, you can, the audience can just let themselves go a little bit more, and they can give a lot more up to the story. So when more magical things happen, uh, you don't question it as much because you know you're kind of watching this uh, fantasy world, but when you're porting something over to live action... You just intentionally have to take everything so much more serious and accurate if you're going to hit this dramatic tone, which is kind of the opposite of One Piece. Like, One Piece is such a wacky world that they ported that over into the live action, and it still works. But Avatar is a very mm-hmm. serious narrative at the, times yeah. uh, with occasional comedic relief from and, characters. And I think but... I think you
1: nailed it on the head. Like, the Avatar series—I mean, this first episode I watched— there's no fun in this at all hardly at all the first um, episode like no. like it is like setting the stakes for you know um death destruction you know literally you know hopelessness if you will because you know uh the avatar is the the last hope of of the world but you know one piece um they're 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 pirates and they have powers um that are based on a fruit they ate but like they're goofy about it right like the <laughs> the optimism of um Monkey Luffy, uh, Luffy yeah. yeah, is 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 contagious, and like he's like, yes, I'm gonna be the king of the pirates. I'm always, like, we're always shooting for better. Um, Avatar is the other thing. Hey, uh, we are uh, in the worst timeline possible. Uh, how do we how do we fix this? So absolutely, they are complete <laughs> polar opposites in tone out the gate. Yeah, and and that's just the
0: execution, I would say, of the adaptation. The whole other part is just the straight up execution of making a TV show. The acting is awful. The directing is awful. Um, I, I hope that the kids can age into the role a little bit more. Uh, but, and, you know, and your, your, your pool of hiring is smaller when you have to, you know, meet that, those age criteria. And all of these kids are obviously better at acting than I am, but like everything falls so flat. The exposition is out of control. Like yeah. I thought it would, I thought it would smooth out maybe after the first episode, because you know you give the first episode a bit of a pass because they gotta they gotta dump a lot on you. But everyone's telling you exactly how they're feeling. There's this hilarious moment. I can't remember if it's in the first episode, but it might be in the second, where uh, Zuko and his uncle are like kind of on a beach, and they're just like, "Oh, where did this character go?" And this random merchant from nowhere that we've never met before just walks up like, Oh, you wanna know where this guy went? Oh, I think I saw him getting in a boat and he went that direction and then the dude just walks away and you never hear from him again. Mm. It's just it's just wild. So just on the simple execution of just making television well, they're not doing a good job. And it's I feel very, very odd about this because I went out there on the internet just to see what the general tone was and it seems to be very very split people seem to either be having a good time and they're just kind of you know letting all of these problems you know be pushed aside because they're just happy to have a somewhat competent live action adaptation and there's other people that seem to be you know on my side of the fence of just like the the source material is so it's just so much better in every way uh and You know, when you think about adapting something like a book, right? The live action serves a purpose in a way of like, oh, we finally get to see what we read, visualized, right? The world that we built up in our head, let's put it on a screen. Let's put it out to a bigger audience and let's see if we can kind of be additional to it. Right. But like we already have this adapted visually and in long and in, in similar and in a book longer, right. You know, this is condensed to eight episodes. So they have to take a lot of really iconic story points and put them all in like one multiple episodes together. So yeah, this just unfortunately isn't working for me. I can't imagine going back and watching more unless they start doing some really crazy stuff and the internet gets, gets like heated up maybe i'll pop into an episode here or there if they end up making more seasons because i maybe it'd may be kind of fun to see oh what does the guy with the laser beam on his forehead look like in live action if they mm-hmm. end up making it to the third season but i'm just not invested in this um i mean chris what did you think just with watching being a little bit more on the outside of this and mm-hmm. just watching one episode
1: i am not watching more than one i'll just put up like, <laughs> like i i tried to you know i i have nothing against the anime version I don't remember the one from 2009 enough to care. Like, right, that was 15 years ago for me. Um, and, and I wasn't affected then because I didn't care. Uh, so to me, watching this, I was like, there's, there's what I remember, what, what I, I, I hate about just production journal things, you know, this, like you mentioned exposition. There's a scene where the this old man tells Aang, you are the Avatar. And then he goes and has a rant to Appa about it. And he's just talking out loud what we should already like like we, we we should know this character and who he is and what he does and what he likes already after all this time but I'm like dude it's been 10 minutes into the show like we don't know anything about you so you're just telling us rather than showing us those things and that's a, a, a fatal flaw for anything right like you should show us in a show don't just tell us in a show um mm-hmm. I, I I will say some good things I the the bending looks delightful i i enjoy the this um the bending like early on there's a uh, earthbender versus firebender scene i've not seen enough water or in the air is fine whatever um and can fly i this is going to be controversial i think to people kind of weird uh he uses it sometimes he doesn't use it other times perfectly weird um but like there's just a lot of telling and not showing and i think this show mm-hmm. would be better from my point of view is that they just kind of started it off where the show halfway is like with Katara with Sokka and then do they find It and do flashbacks or story points tell us what happened rather than just start it out it, and give us and everything. Is,
0: and it's so funny that you say it that way. Cause that's exactly how they do it in the animated show. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the, the show kind of starts out chronologically because if you don't know, if you're not familiar, Aang is a character that kind of gets frozen in time, and we flash back to see his origin later in the first season, and the show starts off right back in that flashback. I mean, I can't fault necessarily the creators for trying to do something original or different with it, right? You know, you don't want to exactly just do one-to-one exactly what the cartoon was, so... Yeah. uh, But, like, there's, like, very just great structure to how that story is told. So this is just what I'm saying. It's just like, when you, if it's not broke, don't yeah. fix this. This feels so much similar well, to some uh, of the live action adaptation of Disney movies. Right. Of like strip all the magic and joy and wonder out of it.
1: Well, you know? I, I guess, yeah, I, again, I, I think you can't do it one for one, especially with like what the, the animated season were double. Were they like 16 or 20 episodes? Yeah. I think. So like you're, you're condensing a lot. Um, absolutely agree. I, I think I, 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 the actors to me are fine i disagree with you on that but i don't have any affinity for the actual ones in the show the animated show either so i can't draw that line but i just it, it felt so heavy handed um I, and i hate to say it, literally like a lot of maybe madam webb like it's just explaining a lot to us as viewers rather than just letting us experience it or showing it to us as you go and mm-hmm. right that's the first episode you have you might have to do some of that heavy lifting but I've seen shows jump in and leave the mystery and the intrigue and like this magical world show us the wonder and the joy of it uh, and then, you know, take away or with with the, hey, this was, this was all lost years ago rather than, hey, we're just going to destroy everything now from the get-go. Uh, I, one of the cool things I will say, Mike, and, and agree with me or disagree with me, don't matter, um, the Fire Nation, the brutality of the Fire Nation, uh, way more apparent in this than I, than I feel the animated show um like literally burning people alive with their powers didn't really see a lot of that in the animated show so and i
0: kind of wish they would have leaned more into that right you know i i always think about the harry potter movie franchise where as the films progressed they got um they got darker they got more mature because the audience got more mature like i'm sure there are some kids watching this live action adaptation for sure But I mean, the fan base, we are all grown. We're all grown, you know, Uh, we're mature. And I think that would have been a great way to set yourself uh, off from the source material of like, have more of that. And just honestly, maturity and everything, like more mature storytelling, Trust the audience to pick up on nuance between storytelling and, oh. like you were saying, Chris, instead, they just tell you everything you need to know because they're worried you're not going to get it.
1: Yeah, I, I would say on the flip side, you know, in contrast to One Piece, because that's what I'm going to look at. This you know for comparison, um, there was some weighty stuff in that. There's one episode right with the the uh, chef kid, right, like sitting alone with that dude who had to eat his own leg to, to like stay alive. Mm-hmm. On the like they handled adult themes and mature things and like life and death fairly well in that show, uh, without you know being as heavy handed. But they also didn't start off heavy handed. They didn't just yeah. take it away and say, oh, don't you remember the good times? No, I don't remember because you didn't show it to us uh, yeah. or, or give us any when good uh... times.
0: Yeah, or even, like, when Nami, like, breaks down, I think it's, like, maybe the last or second-to-last episode, Yeah, she's, like, stabbing herself just to, like... She's cutting know, off the feel. tattoo.
1: She's cutting off the tattoo yeah. of, of what Yeah, and it's
0: just, like, that was so intense, and it was earned over all those episodes, yeah. and then you have, in the first episode, uh, Aang uh, finding Gyatso's, like cartoon-esque skeleton, like yeah. Halloween prop, you know, sitting on His the mustache was like... still there, I'm pretty sure. And it's just like, come on, man. So, yeah, yeah I'm not going to be surprised to find people out there that like it. You know, some people can just, like, you know, kind of push some of the stuff to the side and just, like, enjoy it for what it is. That's I, the, I'm happy the they're about.
1: getting a competent Avatar live-action version because all they've had to sit on is is literally the the 2009 version, which is – yeah. Universally hated, right? If, if the world could come together on one thing, no one likes that movie. Um and, and so you know, they're getting something competent. Whether it's it's as good as the source of material, I don't know if you'll ever be able to, to cap that, right? Like yeah. like you and mentioned, it, it, people it, people are fans of it that's peak, so you know, it may yeah, not get that good, like, but they're getting something.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point. And honestly, um, you can paint it as a win no matter which way that it went right. You know, if this would have been an absolutely amazing adaptation and everyone loved it and it became the next Game of Thrones – the original creators of Avatar who aren't connected to this Netflix show anymore. They could have been applauded for creating such an amazing world and such uh, in-depth storytelling that the live action adaptation just had a just an amazing source material to pull from. And congratulations to them for creating such an amazing narrative. Right. Mm. And then if the live action ends up being just absolutely horrible and terrible. Oh, that just goes to show you how impressive the the animated original is because they were able to tell this amazing story in this medium that a lot of people look down on and think is just for kids so at least at the end of the day even though i don't like it i can think back to the original creators um and congratulate them and also i can look forward to all of the animated expansion that they're going to do to the avatar universe which is great so we're going to get more of the stuff that i like straight from the creator's mouths and Honestly, I, I, it feels like the avatar stuff is best case scenario. I think it just gets three live action seasons. Netflix cuts their losses and well, they, it, or, that'll they be just it. cut it because yeah. they'll cut anything after three seasons. But that's, and then if there's going to be more live action, it'll be, I would say from Paramount plus, but they might no, not exist. No, I, I don't think, I think,
1: I think three seasons, you told your three books, right? Like give them three seasons. Let them actually finish a story rather than cutting their loss at one. They may, they may be able to, to come back, right? Like, Something, you know, that, oh, here's our criticism, fair point, let's, let's adapt for season two and season three. Um, and it could be something that, you know, starts off with, I I don't think it, I just don't think it has an identity. I just don't think it knows what it wants to do. Does it want to lean into the cartooniness? Does it want to lean into the seriousness? And maybe they can find that footing in another season, right? Because mm-hmm. you get the introduction of what, isn't it Toph, right? The the Earthbender. Mm-hmm. um you know, uh, it's, you know, uh, it's the book two uh, from the anime. So, I, if I remember correctly, like Ang loses, like literally, like that's like the the hero's journey. He falls and he, mm-hmm. he doesn't come up to it. So season three is all about that redemption arc and like you know making characters. Like I know what's uh, the um, the fire kid's name? Uh, Zuko. Zuko. He he has a change of heart, right? In his thing, there's more characters introduced. So I, I think there's opportunity for this to bounce back, but. Um, Netflix ha- Netflix has to to give it. I think it's going to have watch numbers no matter what we say. People are watching mm-hmm. this, um, yeah. so I think it'll get a two if they can listen to two or listen to the feedback and create a two that's better. Th- there's still hope. I still think there's hope for this. So um, I'm I'm not going to count it down and out yet. But I just I, as someone who's not in this world, it is very hard to get me into this world. I said I, the only episode I wanted to watch based on the thumbnails mic is episode four. And that's because it's got that crazy earthbender guy that Aang's friends with Mm -hmm. who's like a hundred years old or whatever. And they have that crazy town with all the slides and stuff in there. I'm like, I would Mm -hmm. like to see how they do that world or that, that city in that episode, because um, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see more earthbending than, you know, just, just fire the whole time we get it. So that's where I sit. Uh, That brings us to our next topic, which might, you know, ruffle some other feathers out there in the world, but uh, Naruto, a long, Lived anime uh, is getting a live-action adaptation from Lionsgate, and uh, it will be directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, who is known for uh, Shang Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. So, uh, to me, I've never watched Naruto. Don't understand it. Uh, never watched the sequel either. I, this is I, well out of my wheelhouse. I'm a Dragon Ball guy. You know, you know that. Mike. Yeah. So yeah,
0: N- Naruto is like the the very next. Uh, like i would say graduating class i feel yeah. like after us right like we were like dragon ball z kids right and then like the n- the next people behind us like oh we're all on naruto yeah. and it, very similar in a sense of like it ran uh, probably just as long it has it has its own kind of like spin-off series yep. uh, cast of characters you know character with a big ambitious goals uh, i've only seen maybe like Four or five episodes yeah. Like when I would randomly catch it Like on like Adult Swim or something like that Like late at night or Toonami or whatever it was So uh, I am right. Similarly as detached as You are Chris from this show So I'm hoping for um, Another One Piece experience Where I have no affiliation <laughs> yeah. With it I don't really care How it's adapted um, One thing that's really cool uh, uh, Dustin Daniel Critton He is an executive producer on a show that I'm watching right now, which I haven't brought up on the show just yet because I'm still working my way through the first season, called Tokyo Vice. It's um, a show that just kind of started its second season on Max. And the only reason I knew about it is because they were promoting the second season. So I went back and I was like, okay, I'll watch this. And it's this kind of fun, like, late 90s drama of a guy, an American from Missouri, who moved to Tokyo. And he's the first... um, He's the first foreigner to work at, like, the – I think it's called the Micho, uh, which is uh, Tokyo's, like, number one, like, newspaper. So it's back in the day, just kind of pre-internet. You know, he's he's trying to get to the underbelly of Tokyo and the Yakuza. It's, like – it's a really fun show. So um, he yeah. – Dan uh, – Cretton's not the creator of the show, but he's an executive producer. Yeah. So he's he's got his fingers in it as as well. So, yeah. uh, the other, I mean, we and we like Shang-Chi.
1: You know, well, I think for everything that it was, we liked it That's the one thing, you know, if I look at live action adaptations of this stuff um, re- I, I've, I've seen more clips of the old Avatar movie lately uh, You know, in comparison to Dragon Ball of that same era, Evolution mm-hmm. uh, The fighting, just not up to par, man Just sucked, just sucked, so bad <laughs> um, And, you know, looking back at Shang-Chi One of the best parts is the martial arts, right? Like, And we know that he is working on, um, you know, the second Shang-Chi He's got a, a, a director and... Uh, uh, executive producer role on wonder man for marvel so like he knows his action was, scenes and he knows this stuff and, and he briefly was going to
0: make one of those avengers, avengers movie. movies yeah. Yeah. so that fell apart probably for for many reasons uh but yeah like, it seems like he's got the chops <laughs> yeah so
1: if anyone can do something that i would probably watch and not have any investment in it's probably him right i'm like yeah i'll watch this I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll check it out again no investment low low stakes low cost for me to enter in into naruto um i'm not wearing the headband though that's all i remember are <laughs> the people who love wearing the naruto headbands uh and what's it, the run where he puts his arms down and it uh, looks exactly. like I that's that the question the right naruto run? Yeah. uh
0: nobody looks goofier in real life <laughs> when they run like naruto yeah. Uh, so do you do you attempt to adapt that and make it look cool? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think
1: you do. I think you know that was all part whenever we all rushed Area Fifty One. Remember that we all ran like, like that. <laughs> so uh, it's uh... part of the world. But yeah, anyway, if if, uh, if anyone has any uh, comments or, or or thoughts on that, let us know because we are well out of our league on that one. <laughs> but back in our league let's, let's talk about this superman legacy mike the first film coming out of the dcu uh from james gunn peter Safran, written directed by james gunn uh will begin filming this week um after a uh, they had a cast table read so uh sounds pretty cool right like to actually yeah, it's, understand it's that just, it's actually producing for once rather than someone on Instagram talking about it for days and days and days. Yeah, and days.
0: It's, it's, it's so weird to think that there are dozens of people now that have read the script, know everything that's going to happen, and I just love to pick their brain and be like, is this the tip of the iceberg? Do you think there's enough here to launch an entire cinematic universe? There's so much weight that uh-huh. the script has to hold up. I'm so curious.
1: Yeah, yeah, they can can this can this pull off. Are there too many characters already in this movie, Mike? Uh, I I just um the next thing we're going to talk about is the photo from the cast reading. You know, James Gunn said after mm-hmm. the table read, he shows off the cast. You can see Nicholas Holt with a, a shaved head back there uh doing mm-hmm. his, his best Lex luther but like, you know, um I was like which one's Superman again? Looking through this, like we have so many people here, right? And Superman, he's in the back left, I think, in the hat, right? That's that's what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Lois Lane, front right. But like, if I was to say my and I i can pick out who's going to be, um, his little buddy, the uh, Jimmy Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Olsen. (laughs) Other than that, couldn't tell you who any uh, anybody else is off this, right? Like, I feel this is this is uh, uh, I don't know, it's gonna be it might be crowded, he can probably pull off. I'm not concerned but like boy yeah, that's there's that's a lot the of people thing, at here least about
0: yeah gun has always been very great at ensembles yeah. so i i wouldn't that wouldn't really worry me at all but yeah it's crazy there's just there is a a, a warehouse on a yeah. lot somewhere where with all of these people and they're going to start making the superman yeah. Movie. so yeah it's i expect to see
1: some set photos i expect to see some costume designs coming out of this right like um, you know, if you can count on James Gunn for one thing, he's going to be putting stuff online every day while he's filming. So, mm-hmm. uh, so get get ready for that. But um yeah, you can check out that photo here, see the cast. Uh, let us know if you know who everyone's going to be because boy, this is uh this is going to be wild. This is going to be a wild ride uh, next summer whenever we get to it. Uh, but the last vestiges of the dceu are still out there, Mike. Apparently, it's still in theaters. I think uh, maybe maybe not locally but like internationally even Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom will be streaming on Max this week February 27th so if you have Max you can catch it there um, but with it being still in theaters it can still turn a profit like like a small profit like a meager profit <laughs> Mike um, don't underestimate uh, Aquaman I guess
0: <laughs> that's what all of these superhero movies want right meager profits oh. that's how you know they're successful well, h- here's the this, thing I, they, I, they I, gave up is... on this two years ago so I mean
1: <laughs> the fact is even still here is uh, exciting for me
0: This is the this is the Vegas bet, right, Chris? How long until this shows up on Netflix next to all the other abandoned DC movies? Uh, I'm giving it. um, I'm thinking July. I think like July (laughs) fourth, this will hit Netflix,
1: and people will be like, "Oh,
0: Aquaman." Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, laugh while you want. I I think you know it's. I, I'd, I'd actually written this off well before it, it made a profit. Um, I was like, yeah, we won't make it. I don't know anyone else. I don't know anyone else who saw this movie, Mike, if I'm going to be completely other than you and me, do you know anyone else who's talked about watching it or any news I, articles that came out of this no, afterwards? This
0: is, it's so funny. I have not heard a single soul talk about this movie in real life and even yeah. on the internet. Like, so yeah, this made no cultural impact. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, uh, but it is making a, a splash, wink, wink uh, in China. Uh, that's where all the money's coming from internationally. <laughs> so, still so run it. Like I, I'm really literally surprised it's still running in some of these countries. Um, just kind of checking out here. Uh, if there's any delayed release dates, Japan was January, but everybody else seems to be uh, December. So some people are, are leaving this in theaters. And I think not just Aquaman Lost Kingdom. We're, we could talk about what was the, um, that Pixar movie last year that did well elemental elemental leaving things in theaters longer than 15 days you know i know we've been trained to look for them streaming you know a month two months later but like you leave it in there too it's been two months for this movie before it goes to max you can still probably make money off of it you don't have to give up on movies the first weekend right and say no one will watch it no one will ever see it because they didn't watch it the opening weekend uh so i still think there's opportunity for people who just don't go the opening weekend and trickle in over time uh if you will uh madam Webb didn't get that it dropped 64 percent on a second weekend <laughs> and it was already loaded madam the Webb
0: with. is gonna be the first uh uh the first in association marvel movie to end up like free on youtube mm-hmm. free, <laughs> like, nobody wants to buy it like yeah. yeah they're just gonna put it someplace where you can watch it for, for. yeah um
1: well here's the I, it might be the only movie that like you know they owe money on at the end of the day right <laughs> um <laughs> uh but in, anyway so yeah aquaman lost kingdom right? if you haven't seen it yet it's fine it's not it's not a travesty at the end of the day like we were promised um so you guys can watch it on max starting this week february 27th we've got an extra day this month mike so that means you know you can take that extra day and watch this movie if you wanted to but we've already seen it so we don't need to do that uh, you sent this to me early in the week and then i saw it online later a uh, batman beyond a huge, huge show. We sat at the panel, the anniversary panel at Comic Con 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never watched this show, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, so that, honestly, that shocks me more than anything, yeah. Chris.
0: That you, you've yet to experience Batman Beyond.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to. I downloaded it, uh, but but I haven't haven't got there yet. But um, so uh, I I can't pronounce this. Is it Yuki Dimmers and um, Patrick Harpin, who um, both uh, uh, one of them yuki was a a production designer for spider-man both spider-man movies and patrick Harpins, my dad the bounty hunter i don't know what that show is our movie is but um they said five months ago they pitched an animated batman beyond movie to warner brothers and what went from a there's no way we can do this to uh maybe uh and and they're working their way through the hierarchy at dc to get to james gunn and peter i um I've now shared online to get hype behind this right mike a lot of hype Get the public behind it. And guess what? It looks good. This looks cool as hell.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know we can't necessarily trust all of uh, Elon's numbers over on X, but the this post has 4.3 million views. I don't know exactly what that equates to in a kind of Twitter-style universe, uh-huh. but the, po- the post is nice because it feels very earnest, right? This isn't necessarily the same energy that people are coming at Zaslav af- with uh, release, uh, Cody coyote verse Acme, right? This yeah. is more like, Hey, we, you know, we've tried to make this work. We've tried to pitch it. This kind of seems like a softer version mm-hmm. of the Deadpool movie leak that, yeah. uh, created enough energy to get it made. Um, yeah. so I, this seems like maybe this was maybe advice given to them by maybe by like their agents or managers. Like, Hey, why don't you just make like a social media post with well, some of this yeah. uh, concept art and we, see if you, you know, get some, traction we can't, going. we
1: can't get James Gunner, Peter Saffron's phone number, but you can tag him on Twitter. Cause he's always on there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and see <laughs> if he sees it because I think 4.3 million views is great. But like, I also think, think of all the embeds, the people who aren't logged in viewing this as well. Yeah, like, exactly. This has been on sites all over the place. These images are being downloaded and shared. Uh, it's really cool. To me, the first image really strikes out. You have um, uh, Batman Beyond. Like, looks like he's got his jet boots running from some sort of villain. Um,
0: it's. Uh, I don't remember the villain's name, but this is kind of the most unique, um, I would say, constant character. Uh, uh, reoccurring villain. I, okay. what, what he, looks like, like he, looks, like the, he like looks like the or spot or something like that. He looks like the he looks like the spot. Sadly, yeah. but
1: like, it, it's got to me again. I hate. Uh, this is not a complaint. This is a compliment. Into the Spider Verse vibes, right? But like, it fits Batman Beyond. It's future. It's not. It's like retro futuristic, if you will. It's not really futuristic, but it's retro futuristic from the show. Yeah,
0: it's like that retro kind of um, noir. Blade Runner. Uh, Blade Runner type future. I think in a like an adapted style kind of like spider-verse like you said i chris i also hate just equating everything to spider-verse but it's just like when people say oh it's like the uber of you know ordering food or it's the uber of renting houses this is basically like the spider-verse of batman beyond and it would fit perfectly terry mcginnis the character also is such a miles morales archetype as well you know you got a um kind of like a padawan of the more established superhero but carving their own path and doing it their own way with you know familiar powers but also different so everything here is so perfect and i will give credit where credit's due batman beyond came before miles you know so this was this was the the trendsetter for this vibe and also it's great because it's kind of set in the future so you don't have to worry a whole lot about like you know, multiverses and stuff like that, you know, you could yeah. do fun stuff where there are, I think if I remember right, there is like an episode or it's maybe it's in the Joker movie that they made where, uh, Terry gets to meet a, like an older grizzled, like a uh, Nightwing, uh-huh. which is pretty cool, but maybe time travel was involved. I don't hundred I remember yeah. either way. The concept art is really, really cool. It yeah. looks great. I mean, Jay, I, they might not be making you know animated stuff a big priority right now, or at least things to compete directly with Sony Animation. Yeah. But it would be crazy to imagine this is not in some sort of tentative future plan. Th- right. You know, after our after our phase one goes well, what should we consider doing for I, like our phase I two? You know,
1: I don't even think this doesn't need to be in the dcu don't do that like put it like spider-verse right into the spider-verse across spider-verse they don't sit in the spum universe if you will right like they they exist Mm. outside of it they can do what they want take this and do what you want them because here's the thing turtles hopped on that train right uh of the the you know unique animation style with you know young young leads uh huge success right enough to get a tv show and another movie coming down the road just hop on this bandwagon look where the money like the money's here people like just take our money like we'll go watch Mm -hmm. it you'll probably the people behind it obviously have some love uh the visuals it's it's black red and white right what color are mile suits black red and white like literally it's so parallel just do it you're gonna make money no matter what you do with it right at the end of the day so um i again i would hope it's good but like at the same time even if it wasn't like Boy, this is just a missed opportunity not to take somebody up on this.
0: <laughs> oh my God, Chris! So I started clicking through some of the uh, nested replies and retweets. Um, uh-huh. The the pretty popular account discussing film, they uh, made a post about it that got 15.8 million views. Yeah. So this this has, for for all intents and purposes, in the the nerd film community has gone viral this week. So absolutely, um, if it hasn't come across Guns Desk. Um, his uh, assistants uh, are people around him are doing aren't doing their job.
1: <laughs> He's probably got the keyword "black man" blocked on his X profile. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one talked to me. I'm taking set okay. photos with. Uh, I, I'm cast answering people. other
1: questions on on X right now. Okay, yeah. or, or I gotta the... tell. I
0: gotta let people know what brand of
1: underwear Peacemaker so... will wear. They I, keep I, tweeting me. I'm sorry. <laughs> we uh, I'm only on Threads now. Uh, the, 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 the James Gunn <laughs> social network known as Threads. So. If uh, so it's not on threads, so he'll never he'll never see it. So get it over to him. But absolutely, check out those those images in our notes. They look fantastic. In the same vein, Spider Man Miles Morales, uh, Spider Man Two, the game uh, has announced that the new game plus mode is coming April fifth, uh, Mike, which will include mission replay, new suits, and the ability to choose your symbiote color for like the uh, Venom tendrils mm-hmm. and stuff rather than mm-hmm. you know just doing the black. I think that's cool. They're adding ultimate levels and golden gadget tiers to add. Something to that replayability other than just being maxed out and playing through the whole story, okay? So, so it's
0: new game plus, it's not like additional DLC, correct? Just yet,
1: yeah. There, there's some okay. DLC, but it's like suit designs from um, this uh, it's, it's an organization kids like underrepresented video game developers or designers, like mm-hmm. but so it's like five dollars for some suits and all the money goes to them, but um, you don't have to buy it to enjoy the game, it's just no. the cosmetics, so um. I'm excited to, to dive back in after I've, I've platinum-trophied this thing. Uh, so, um, it'll give me something to do and, and enjoy some of this stuff and tweak it a little bit. Just play around. Really have some goofing around, if I will. So uh, You beat it, right? Yes? Yes. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember, but yeah, absolutely. Be be a good time. Probably, I expect... You know, I don't think we're going to get... I, I don't feel if we're going to get proper DLC or not since that Insomniac leak last year. Mm-hmm. But... You know they could they could turn about face but if they do if not i imagine possibly a uh, game of the year edition maybe into this year it's a little cheaper just, has all the stuff with it just so
0: i mean just go torture yourself with the dlc that's coming out for elden ring i'm uh-huh. sure those uh those new bosses will absolutely obliterate mm-hmm. <laughs> anything that you do with your controller so that'll, that'll uh, be do a that instead
1: there's um some other ga- oh uh, to me actually the star wars battlefront classic collection did you see that the Battlefront Mm-mm. one and two being remastered for modern consoles with like 64 yeah. players online. So, um, it a lot of time uh, that, as a kid playing that.
0: Yeah. We're, we're on like a video game tangent They're Uh, they're remastering or what did they call it? Like redrawing or repainting, uh, I were they use. Yeah. For Epic Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never, I never played that when it came around. So I might actually, I actually might pick that up.
1: Yeah. They, um, Nintendo had a direct this weekend. It was, it was pretty, pretty good. Some, uh, some of the Xbox exclusives were coming to Switch. They announced um, before um, some other games were announced overall. But um, yeah, absolutely, good good time for for video games. Uh, Mike, it's Morbin time. Get your get your oh, God get not out. again. <laughs> uh, this March first to uh, so the end of this week, Morbius will be streaming on Disney Plus. Um, so it sounds like some of those Sony deals are finally coming through. A couple couple years later. So this movie came out two years ago this month, uh, March, if you will. So. Um, wow! If you what watch is there Morbius,
0: left to say about Morbius?
1: Yeah. I don't know if there's it's, anything. <laughs> uh, you know, we we watch it. You know, again, uh, after watching Madam Web, you know, it, it's just boring. Uh, Morbius is, but like, I, I it's so funny because I was making shorts for our videos, Mike, and you know this. And one of them we were talking about Morbius, so I had to go find Morbius clips to put in for our short. <laughs> so you um, poor soul. Yeah, so I was watching the the uh, the clip where he's testing his Morbius powers, if you will, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this this hurts to watch this part again. Uh, like he's testing the bats. He's like, I have echolocation. How bats see in the dark. Like you know, explaining everything as like we don't know what echolocation is. Uh, so, uh, boy howdy, that was fun. But yeah, if you want, if you haven't watched Morbius and you don't want to spend any money, it'll be free with your Disney Plus subscription already. So you just pop it in the background and watch it let's be that star wars actual news mike well not news but like more content news because we haven't had anything new for people who aren't watching the bad batch uh the acolyte which is the high republic era star wars uh show uh, about the inf- the sith infiltrating the jedi is rumored to debut june 5th this summer we'll probably get a hard wow. date and may the 4th if you will the, the Star I mean, War I'm day.
0: surprised we're getting uh, Acolyte before um, I, w- I want to call it Runaways. It's Skeleton Runaways, it's 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 not runaways. Crew. Yeah. yeah, Skeleton Crew, yeah, because yeah. we've actually seen Skeleton Crew stuff. I mean, I know it was more leaked, yeah, uh, but uh, I feel like we haven't heard much from Acolyte.
1: Yeah, I think I I, I we have um, I I have a I have a, a whole trailer of the Acolyte too from that. I think it's less CGI intense because there's not one whole CGI character. <laughs> Uh, in the act like they use they use makeup uh and you know in, in camera or i guess uh practical effects but uh, i'm excited to watch it um you know i i don't know how the, I, I liked reading the high republic book i read uh gets us into a new time zone for star wars where we're not you know uh so, like we're not affected by anything around us that'll so be interesting um and honestly I, I again we're watching the bad batch uh i know you're not yet it's the last season but like that'll end bad batch ends literally i think what may 3rd or 4th i said like the day before the day before star wars day um or right on star wars day so like this will be good to kind of give us a little month and then kick into some live action stuff because it'll be the first live action thing since ahsoka and that was what late summer last year august of last year so they're they're giving some breathing time between content over there do you do you remember watching ahsoka oh no (laughs) don't (laughs)
0: don't uh don't remind me yeah
1: okay that's fine i just i was just curious because I'm, I'm excited for, for season two coming out with all this other stuff i, also, I don't have it here it's, it's an interesting just interesting topic um the mandalorian movie mandalorian Grogu reportedly cost less than a season of mandalorian to make like
0: oh. oh well hmm i like i guess i'm not so surprised really if you think about when we've seen those budgets for the mandalorian in the past and Everyone kind of at the birth of all of these new streaming things were comparing every budget to Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess if you have multiple of those, you are kind of clocking over a movie pretty quick. Yeah,
1: I was going to say a movie, two hours, that's what, four of the six episodes, so it should be cheaper, Mm -hmm. right, at at the end of the day, so.
0: Yeah, and also if you think about it maybe from like a a sales perspective, you know, if you can have a TV show – span, you know, if you plan it out just right, you know, three monthly payments of a streaming service, mm-hmm. you know, that ends up equating to more than the cost of a movie ticket, so yeah. you know, if that's how they're doing it, and then also, they're hoping that people you know, don't cancel, they don't churn through,
1: so Or yeah. wait or wait and yeah. binge until the end, you yeah. know, yeah. not they that there's a lot of it, but money, yeah, so. so I guess it's interesting that, that they said it was last, but then I was like, uh, kind of, math, kind of adds up, if you look at time to, to production, to to that, but anyway, Marvel Zombies, the animated show coming to Disney Plus eventually, uh, will debut Mahershala Ali's Blade, Mike, um, because Whoa. he is rumored to uh, as one of the leads of the show and has voiced the character. That's what the rumors say. I mean, do we do we think this is an in,
0: intentional, or I don't uh, think do, so. Do we like because I feel like this. <laughs> the character was supposed to exist in live action beforehand right well yes I mean... <laughs> so the rumor was always
1: that you can't use them in animation we don't have them in live action yet however um blade suffers from the uh, it to lack of commitment to release dates uh so um you know this movie was supposed to have been out i think a year ago uh so we are well beyond that so they, they probably recorded all this stuff and had planned on it coming out after the movie uh but with everything changing with strikes and pandemics and stuff like that it's probably shifted around quite a bit for this
0: i mean that'll be that'll be that'll be interesting to yeah. see a character debut i mean i guess if the um, if the brand new character that was invented for what if season two ends up crossing over to live action you know mm-hmm. that'll be a character that debuts there first so it but I would say the Watcher character... as
1: well. Um, if they end up bringing yeah. the Watcher, oh in. yeah,
0: I guess yeah, the Watcher. But we did kind of get to see a semblance of that race of characters in live yeah, action.
1: Yeah, but it's first. like a, a blink and miss it cameo. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else would equate that to like a premiering. So if if yeah. uh, that actor comes back and voices it in the the movie Secret Wars, maybe.
0: Yeah. Now, what would be absolutely crazy? Is if uh, this is indeed uh, voiced by Mahershala Ali, uh, and then like the movie deal just falls through and they mm-hmm. end up recasting, so Mahershala Ali does do Blade, but only mm-hmm. in this animated show, it'd be so odd.
1: Yeah, I don't think I don't think it will, but I th- I think it'll be cool uh, come through. But like, I'm glad they're at least putting Blade in the Marvel zombie thing because he seems like the most of of all the Marvel characters uh, you know, that we know coming out. He seems the most equipped to handle the zombies. Um, yeah, head chopping. So, I mean, he's got, he's a got sword. the swords. He's got swords. <laughs> he knows how to do vampires. So, absolutely, he he probably probably know what to do in that. So, I'm excited to, to see that show. Uh, it's a lot of theory on that one um, when it comes out, but we'll maybe, maybe see. Maybe it'll be Halloween release this year. The The Fantastic Four, I know we talked to death last week with the casting announcements, but uh, the rumor that came out later this week from, I guess, you know, scoopers, if you will, has said that the movie will take a place across two timelines – and they, they, this can be taken two ways, Mike uh, Neither of these are confirmed One is, it's going to be like the 1963-64 era And do flashbacks to powers Rather than starting off with how they get them But like, hey, we're already existing characters And then they show you how they get the powers over time Right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is great Or it could be a modern thing And then flashback to the 60s A la, like, similar to Captain America The first Avenger How it starts off in the modern time And then mm. bounces back so
0: yeah i mean we were we were proposing the idea last week that you know the movie could primarily take place in the 60s and then you know your third act at the end of your third act similar to the captain america the first avenger you know he gets frozen and then in the last like five minutes you know he shows up and uh with nick fury and that uh undisclosed location in New York City. Yeah, yeah. So, that's that's kind of what I was mentally yeah, expecting. That's kind of how um, I would take it
1: too. I mean, again, yeah. you know, edits can change a lot of things, right? Script can have one thing, edits can say another. Mm-hmm. So, uh if it doesn't feel right, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we were talking about, right? Having two different eras in, in one movie, no matter how they put them uh, down there, so. it would be be interesting. I'm excited for this. I know they're going to be filming soon, so if we get more information we'll share with you guys apparently the guy who, who was cast as the thing evan moss Backrack, he uh mm-hmm. he's apparently like no like was told he they were wanting him for the thing last like august so he's known for like since last summer even so none of these yeah, were like I think he, under the wire lately
0: yeah and he's been kind of chatting a little bit recently uh i don't know if he's gone through the 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 marvel non-disclosure agreement just yet um, but he was quoted saying that they're going to primarily be doing, uh, the thing in, uh, CG. Yeah. So, um, I was kind of hoping maybe for like a mix of practical and CG, but also I'm not surprised. So yeah. at least, uh, we, we might have that one answered.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll see how it plays off in, in, I, you know, again, a lot of the suits, Iron Man suits, other suits, they all look realistic, right? Thanos complete CG character. It'll be fine. At the, end of the day. Now, Mike, you said the top show. You've never played a Borderlands game before. Is that true?
0: I ain't never played a Borderlands once. The no. only thing I know about the game, well, I know I think two things, is the art style is pretty distinct. They got a lot of kind of like hard uh, outline, like comic book outlines. So very cel-shaded. Very graphical style. Yeah, cel-shaded. That's a great way to put it. And also, I, I, I don't know if it invented the term looter shooter or if it mm-hmm. popularized the term looter shooter. But
1: I know it's a looter shooter. <laughs> yeah. So, absolutely. So, Borderlands is a game trilogy from Gearbox. Came out, uh, man, it was mid to late 2000s. Uh, i would say 2000, maybe 7 or 8. Um, and essentially you go to this planet called Pandora and you are a vault hunter. You were searching for the mythical vault, which, you know, is where all the treasure is on the planet. And so you go through and you go across Pandora, which is full of a wasteland, full of junkers uh cars and people with all sorts of crazy types of guns you get new guns with new mods and abilities and then you kill animals and uh, raiders essentially crazy caricatures of people as you go towards the vault uh, the game spawned borderlands 1 borderlands 2 borderlands 3 a game called a pre-sequel uh, which is um uh, a prequel to that and then i think there's uh, even a telltale game tales from the borderlands where like it does the storyline stuff uh and all sorts of things it's gone across several several generations of consoles i played from the first uh from the first game all the way through the third one and they they think they're going to announce the fourth one next month at a pax in in march so we'll see if they do another one but uh this they years ago they announced they're going to make a video game of it with eli roth and we finally get our first trailer of this uh video game uh, to watch this week. And uh, one thing my wife said, she, she's watched Borderlands. She knows what Borderlands is. She's like, oh, I didn't know they're making a movie. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of famous people in this movie. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, there is. There are tons of big names in here, including Kate Blanchett, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Hart, uh, Ariana Greenblatt, who's only recently crossed our, our uh, radar in uh, Avengers Infinity War, Barbie, and Ahsoka, uh, and uh, Jack Black as well. Like,
0: yeah, even I don't know much about this game, but I have seen uh, – is it Claptrap? Is that the name Claptrap, of the yeah.
1: The little robots are Claptraps.
0: Yeah, so somehow, somehow droids uh, can transcend uh, uh, media, and I always know about them, even though I've never experienced them myself. Uh, I thought the trailer was fun. Uh, obviously, you can tell whatever um, marketing uh, department or company was tasked with this job really channeling the Guardians so, of the Galaxy vibe.
1: I knew you were gonna uh, say that. With- I'm gonna i to pause you because the game, if you go watch the intro for the very, very first game, um, the song No Rest for the Wicked by KG the Elephant, they used it before it was popular, like before it had hit like mainstream. And they have the same splash style intros for all the characters in that game. So I would even say Guardians of the Galaxy borrowed from this game Ooh. to to that because do like got? that that's <laughs> that's how they do the splash screens when they introduce villains and and other heroes that you're playing um, on that. Uh, it's also a four player game. I forgot to put that, so that's why all these characters. And it's because a four player game. But anyway, continue with, with with your your experience. But I want to yeah. say everyone I mean... has said that, but I'm like no, actually they <laughs> had the like the popular radio songs and like the the splash screens it's, well before it is
0: it's hard not to draw the yep. uh draw the comparison yeah uh, absolutely even though you could say borderlands extremely popular video game franchise i think guardians of the galaxy as an ip has maybe uh reached uh more uh mm-hmm. eyes out there in the world but yeah i thought the trailer was fun i have no idea if the casting is effective or not compared to what is in the game uh but everything everyone seems like they're riffing off each other having a fun time. Um, I don't know if this is weirdly refreshing or not, but usually I feel like in these movies, there's some sort of like, you know, super famous, like super attractive, like bombshell. That's usually they, they just slap on the screen all over the trailers and everyone really seems to be more like rooted in their roles of like, Oh, this is kind of like a Mad Max style universe. Mm -hmm. There's no like, you know, excessive, like. You know cleavage or like you know skimpy body armor i don't know why i picked up on it now even though i'm usually not looking for it but so at least i feel like they're kind of being true to the story they're trying to tell possibly so i like that um the the visuals seem fun the energy seems to be kinetic um i saw some people online saying that the kevin hart casting seems kind of crazy i guess he doesn't resemble the character much, but yeah. it, it doesn't really bother me because I, you know, I don't really know what it's supposed to be. But yeah, this this looks surprisingly fun, it's, and I I'd, I'd like to see it.
1: What I like about Borderlands is the comedy in it has always been a very rude comedy, um, if you will, mm-hmm. and you kind of get it from the trailer where two things: one, there's they're talking about the the piss in the window. Um, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, uh, so absolutely, that's very, it's very like you're not expecting that in like a normal action movie, right? Like so, like they're talking mm-hmm. about you know. Aliens peeing in the windows, and then Jack Black. Um, he said he can't go. And when people are him, he's like, "Oh, wait, never mind." So he's like, he, "He to me, he's channeling his Tropic Thunder character a little bit in this mm-hmm. role when he's coming through." But like, the the humor in these are are very rude and crude along the way. So, um, you know, it, you got to see a couple other characters. There's um, Mad Moxie, who is a uh, who runs like a a casino. She's in one shot. Like, I don't know who's playing her, but like, it's got it's very action-packed and you know knowing this eli roth who was known for his horror things i believe this is r-rated as well you know we're gonna get some explosions and body damage like we do in the games like people literally explode if you hit them with rockets in the game kind of thing so like i'm excited to be in this brutal world and and see how how it works the story the characters like this story does not exist in the games like this is like a a, an alternate universe version if you will Mm -hmm. um which doesn't affect bother me at the end of the day they have the right characters to have a good story i think at the end of the day um so i, I to me i'm, I'm excited I'm, I'm looking to have some fun uh with it i uh i did say the one thing i did include here is one character poster that pokes fun at madam web uh the uh, kevin hart poster says meet roland he was in the amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died on um, <laughs> the official thing so um boy the other ones don't have anything like that they'd already tell you who they are so this was a uh, pretty low blow cross it if you will but uh <laughs> seems to be uh seems to be a stat cast And a good time so as long as you know i'm'm I'm, I'm already sold I've, i played the games i understand it um even if it's different i i get the borderlands universe so i'm glad to hear that you're like oh this is different this is, you're on board with it yeah. a little more than, than even that.
0: even some of the stuff in the trailer seems like a little cringy like when the character with the, the bazooka says like mine's mine's bigger than yours oh. usually something that i would just do a total eye roll at but the world at least that they're presenting me with it seems like Something like that kind of belongs Because it seems to be very heightened uh-huh. Just in general So yeah, th- yeah This this kind of actually gives me a little bit of um, uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons vibe That yeah. movie um, I don't remember what the official subtitle of that movie was Honor um, Among Thieves Something Honor Among Thieves, yeah Like maybe that's what we're going to get out of this Like a fun ensemble You know, from an IP That, you know, you know is popular But maybe not super widely, you know, adapted. So
1: yeah. yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, it looks like a good like you know an unlikely team of people crossing the desert mm-hmm. with guns rather than magic, if you will, at the end of the day. So absolutely. And it comes out August 9th, so late summer late summer this year. That'll be a good uh end of summer uh cap, if you will, for for films. Lastly, we got a quick uh just update for the boys season four uh poster confirming June fourth on Amazon Prime Mike. So uh, says, and I quote: "Break out the fucking confetti." So, um, cool. That's exciting,
0: right? Break out the confetti, and also break out your additional two ninety nine a month if you yeah. want to watch it without commercials. Now, so yeah, well, uh, that's that's rough.
1: Yeah, that's yeah yeah. Uh, <clears throat> on top of what you were already paying, which is free, it's free <laughs> yes. plus commercials now. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, Boys season four. Um, was the other the other show on Netflix? Uh the uh, uh umbrella academy? Uh, umbrella academy season three is supposed to end this year <laughs> as well too sorry uh so with their their final uh season season four i think season four this year as well so um been about two years since we had uh an original season of the boys not the spinoff so mm-hmm. we're a little, a little overdue for it we'll see how this goes um i know they said that they might be comf- you know confirming season five sooner later on the boys but i don't know how much longer that show has in its tank right like at this point like other other shows invincible stuff like that they're, they're you know they're gearing up they're kind of taking its place do you think how many more seasons of the boys do you have in you mike before you're like uh. i mean
0: i gotta hope since the boys is helmed by um uh seth rogan's production company point gray right i'm not making that up. No, out. That, that's what it is right
1: no i don't think it's seth rogan i su-
0: i swear i thought it was his production company point gray because they they went on from preacher it- to the boys i'm Pretty let me, sure. Let
1: me let me. I'll pull it up. It's fine. Uh, so I know That's he's a producer. I don't know if it was. Yeah, no. The point, Grace. Or, well, okay. There's there's eight there's eight production companies. They are one of them. Okay,
0: gotcha. Because I, I and they they also have their hands in Invincible as well. But I gotta yeah. I gotta hope that they at least would have the the sway, the storytelling acumen to go. Okay, this is a good place to end it. You know, we don't want to overstay our welcome. We don't want yeah. to, like, you know, strain the, the fan base and the audience. Let's not overdo it. Uh, let's not make this another The Walking Dead, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. And they did that with what, The Preacher. They had Preacher beforehand. They they ended it after, I think, three seasons. Um, mm. And the book, the book's done. It's like, the, the stuff they're, they're adapting is done. So maybe maybe they could do five, five and be done. Because I think, you know, this show's been going since 2019 um you know if if we're looking at two years between production be 2026 before we even get season five at this rate so Mm -hmm. um hopefully they're able to uh um like you said see see that light at the end of the tunnel and make their own decision to end it rather than than having somebody Mm -hmm. else do that but yeah we'll keep you guys posted that gets closer to coming out later this summer mike that's it for for the episode this week um Got nothing did, else did you going.
0: finish your did you finish your uh, K wave? It, it's almost uh, done.
1: Like I'm at the bottom. I was, you know, kind of savoring it throughout here. So I'll finish it while you tell us where people can find you at.
0: Yeah, they can find me and my web comics at liferewardsrisk.com and pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch you Hopefully with that Dune popcorn bucket. and I don't want ca- to be caught with what I'm doing that Dune popcorn bucket. <laughs> uh, where can they find you? You can
1: find me on Instagram, Valdan87, V-A-L-D-A-N-8-7. Um, or Video Game Systems of the same name. If people want to know more about the show, what we're doing, uh, where they can subscribe to us at, where they can get that information at.
0: As always, just go visit SuperHeroSlate.com. That is the domain that we own and yes. where we put stuff. Uh, that I mean that's the that's the most bare way I can put it. We got an upcoming release calendar on there of the movies and the TV shows that we're looking forward to talking about. We got awesome show notes that are really really helpful of keeping track of everything that's going on. I'm curious what would happen if we put all the show notes in an AI Chris and uh, asked it to predict the news and maybe yeah. we can see how smart it is because if we do see repeating patterns here after doing this show for so long. But you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. You can get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Uh, are you drinking some extra flavored Coca-Colas? Yeah, what's want f- to
1: What's your flavor of choice today uh, over in, in yeah, the we, drink world? Yeah, we want to know. Uh,
0: and we love our super fans. If you want to be a super fan of Superhero Slate, it's so easy to do. All you have to do is share this show with a friend, share this show with a buddy, And we'll be here every week, folks.
1: That's right. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.